The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 168 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost by a wide margin to the Oklahoma City Thunder, and uh, it was it was not good. Uh, Shay Gilgis-Alexander had seven steals. Seven. I did not... Tell you the wrong number. He had seven steals. And the rookie of the year battle between Chet Holmgren and Victor Wimanyama fell flat on its face because yeah. neither one of them had a great game. But the Spurs record falls to three and eight overall on the season. And the Oklahoma City Thunder, which I think are a really talented team, improved to seven and four. Drew, what were your thoughts about this one? Yeah, this might be one of the worst games you'll see by any team this whole year. Just a very rough performance, shooting thirty eight percent from the field. 30% from three with 25 tur- total turnovers and the Thunder at 31 fast break points. We have got to get better with that and a very tough loss. Just can't really say much about it. We have to stop getting blown out, don't you think? Yeah, I know. That was, that was really frustrating. You hoped for a, a battle between Vic and Chet and it to be a close game. But the fact of the matter is the Oklahoma City Thunder – are about two or three years ahead in their rebuild than the Spurs are. And we're still young and learning and growing, but this one was a big, big black eye for the Spurs. So, with that being said, we're going to hear some words from Greg Popovich. Well, it's, you know, it's... I I realize it's a young team, but there has to be... Uh, two things have to happen. At one point, you have to get tired of getting your ass kicked. And secondly, you have to understand that it's a 48-minute game. We played 22 good minutes in the first half. Uh, the last two minutes of the first half, we turned it over three times and executed nothing. Uh, and I don't know if that's taking things for granted. We had other games that we played well uh, for all 48. So that inconsistency is bothersome and disappointing. Uh, but it's got to be figured out. And part of that is is being physical and competing your ass off for 48. And we're not doing that consistently. Did you see anything in their body language at timeouts? Anything concerning? Well, I don't know how else to tell you. Well, I just told you. All right. So, Pop obviously frustrated with the, with the Spurs output in this one and uh, just the effort overall from the guys. But that's going to move us on to the next segment of our show, the top two, bottom two. Drew, who are your top two in this game? Yeah, so for me, my number one on the top two list, I went with Zach Collins. I thought he had a pretty efficient game when nobody else was. But Zach Collins had himself a nice little 13 points, eight rebounds, shooting six of 11 from the field in 31 minutes. He is number one on my top two list. Number two on my top two list is going to be Devin Vassell, who had... 12 points, 4 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, 5 of 12 from the field, and 1 of 2 from the 3-point line in 25 minutes. He filled up the stat sheet, so a pretty good game from Devin Cell. 
What is your top two? Well, I had um, my number one was actually Devin Vassell. I thought he was a steady force for us. And, uh, you know, I mean, in the night that there wasn't a whole lot of great things happen, I think Devin had that. And my number two was uh, Julian Champagne. He popped in with a start because we had a couple couple guys out. And he ended up with uh, four steals and three blocks. That stood out to me over anything. Yes, he had 13 points and he did hit three threes. But the four steals and three blocks showed a little heart and guts and effort. And I think the Spurs needed more of that. And he provided a little bit of that. All right, now it's time for the bottom two. Drew, who are your bottom two? Yeah, for me, I had on my number one bottom two list, I went with Doug McDermott. You can't have four turnovers playing that position, five points. Two or four from the field in 18 minutes. He's my number one on my bottom two list. And number two on my bottom two list, I went with Victor Webinyama. A career low in points with eight points. His first time ever going under double digits in points with five turnovers, shooting four of 15 from the field, 0 of 3 from three-point line in 28 minutes. I would say this is Webinyama's worst game yet. So that's my take. What is your bottom two? Yeah, so my bottom two, I had Victor Webinama as my number one on that. Uh, I just, the five turnovers really stood out to me. Uh, On the positive side, he did have 14 rebounds, which is a career high. But unfortunately, um, you know, the turnovers were too much. And then my number two on the bottom two was Doug McDermott. Like Drew said, also four turnovers and had a real tough time. So that's our bottom two. Now it's time for the question of the day. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from Joaquin in Tyler, Texas. Joaquin asks, why did Keldon Johnson and Trey Jones sit this one out? And I'm going to turn that over to Drew, see if he has the answers for us. Yeah, so I know the reason why both of them were out. Keldon Johnson with the knee injury, Trey Jones with the hamstring injury. I do think that these will be probably one or two game injuries. I don't think they're that significant to put them out for weeks. But, um, yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's going to be something. You know, the knee, it just depends on how severe it is. Um, hamstring, though, you've got to really watch those because those can get re-aggravated really quick. So um, I just hope I hope that uh, both those guys, I mean, it's going to be a, probably a game-by-game deal. I think next game we'll see how severe – either one of those injuries are by by how much they play or don't play. All right, now it's time for the segment of our show called This Day in Spurs History. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I'm going to take us back to November 14th, 2016, where the San Antonio Spurs faced off against the Heat, and they got the win in this one, 94-90. Our leading scorer in this matchup was Kawhi Leonard, who had 24 points, 12 rebounds, Four assists. LaMarcus Aldridge was our second leading scorer with 18 points. Paul Gasol with 12 points. Tony Parker with 11. And Patty Mills with 10. And I wanted to point something out. November 14th is just not the Spurs day in recent memory. They're 8-13 on November 14th all time with a four-game losing streak on this date. So this is not the best day for the Spurs to be playing basketball. So that is this day in Spurs history. That's a crazy stat just to think about how the – I always see the winning records when uh, I pull up a day. Yep, yep. We had another one that's been rough for the Spurs. Well, as of right now, that puts the Spurs – where are we at? We're on a – ever since Phoenix – we're on a one, two, three, four, five, six game losing streak. So things are getting pretty tough for the Spurs right about now. Thanks for that 
this day, even though that was a bad day for this yeah. first. So we'll see how it goes. I wanted to update you guys on the standings. We have our top two, bottom two. And tonight we actually had somebody move uh, from a tie into first place alone. Devin Sells at the top of our leaderboard on top two standings this year. And at the bottom, it's tied now between Malachi Branham and Doug McDermott. So we always like keeping track of those just to keep you updated of who's doing well and maybe who's not. Now it's time to preview the upcoming game. The upcoming game for the Spurs brings us back to San Antonio, back to an NBA in-season tournament, and brings into town a very talented Sacramento Kings team. Sacramento comes in with a 5-4 and four record. Drew, what can you tell us about the Kings? Yeah, they come in with a 5-4 and four record, but mostly losing three games were because De'Aaron Fox was out, but he is back. Um, he's back, and he's having a great year. In four games, he's averaging 30 points, six assists, three rebounds, two steals, almost two steals per game. I really like him as a player. He's a great player, and I think he's one of the, one of the ones. Um, they also have DeMontis Sabonis, who's averaging 18 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. Keegan Murray, 14 points a game. Malik Monk, 14. And Kevin Herter, 14, 12. And Harrison Barnes, they got a lot of depth on this, depth on this team. So I really like this Kings team, and they're a very good team. Yeah, I agree. I think DeMontis Sabonis is, is one of the best posts in the league, in my opinion. He's, he's really talented. Um, well, I'm going to go with my player to go off and my prediction for the score, and then I'll turn it over to Drew for his. All right. My player to go off is going to be Victor Wibanyama. I think he's going to bounce back from a very, very poor outing to come back and really have a great, great showing against the Sacramento Kings. And I think in this one, unfortunately, I think the losing streak continues. I think we're going to play it close, but it's going to be a lot closer than the last game, but I think we're going to end up losing this one by four. A really close loss, but at least showing some growth from the last few games. Drew, what do you got for your best player or player to go off and score? Yeah, for my player to go off, I'm going to go Chetty Osman. I haven't been hearing his name very much recently. He's been struggling as of late, so I think he's going to knock down about four threes in this game and give him 17 points on this one. He is my player to go off, but I agree with you. Give me the Kings to win this one by eight. I think it'll be close. We can't keep getting blown out. So I think eight points is the magic number. Yeah, and this one's going to be another national televised game. It's going to be on ESPN at 6.30 on Friday. So hopefully the Spurs can get back on the winning track, and hopefully both of our predictions are incorrect. Yep. And uh, we can get that in this brutal losing streak that we're going. Riding so high after Phoenix, and then what's become of it since. So anyway... That brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you supporting our uh, podcast and what we do. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank everybody for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!